What's up, Joe? What's up, everybody? We're in the last week of the Major League Baseball season, and the wild card races are too close to call. The A's, Rays, and Indians are battling it out in the AL, while in the National League, the Nats and Brewers are tied atop the wild card leaderboard, while the reeling Chicago Cubs sit four games back. But the Nats have that five game series coming up with the Phillies so they're not home free yet. One thing's for sure though, it will be exciting. And as always, Rob Duran and I are going to take a look at it all. So stay right where you are as the hunt for October continues on Sports 360. Joining me today on Sports 360 is Rob Duran of Rob Duran Sports, and he joins me to talk about the Major League Baseball playoff picture. Rob, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing well, Jeff. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, I'm glad to have you back. <laughs> I really am. Uh, but uh, listen, as we as we um, head into the last week of the regular season, the playoff pictures are tight. Uh, in both the American League and in the National League. And why don't we just jump right to the American League, where it's the tightest. Oakland right now, two-game lead uh, in that first wild card spot. Tampa has a half-game lead over Cleveland, who, as we speak, uh, is uh, the Cleveland Indians are playing the Phillies uh, in Sunday Night Baseball. So, um, what do you think about how the American League is looking right now, man? Well, Oakland is still playing great, great, great baseball. Um, I think they're, they're pretty secure in that top wild card spot. But the Cleveland Indians, you know, last week I started to count them out just a little bit, and they've made a good run. And uh, they've gone 7-3 and three in their last 10 games. Uh, their pitching has stepped up, and they're getting healthy again. They're getting Jose Ramirez back. Uh, Shane Bieber has obviously done a great job this year. He's been, he's been their ace with all those injuries and trades and all that roster move, movement going on with them. So, um, yeah, they're sitting a half game back. Obviously, it could be tied or they could be one game back at the end of the night. But, yeah, that, that, those two teams, Rays and Cleveland, they're going to battle it out all for the rest of this season. And I, I think it's going to be something great to watch. Yeah, it is. I mean, and I think Oakland is sitting – pretty well with a two-game advantage and a favorable schedule, right? They play the Angels and Mariners to end the season. And so you have to like Oakland. And Oakland's been playing fantastic baseball as well. I think they're one of the scariest teams um, in, in baseball. Oh, definitely. I, I, I'm worried about any team that has to face them in the playoffs. I'm assuming they, you know, get out of the wild card play-in. They may be one of, the, like you said, the scariest team in the American League in the playoffs. They're playing great, great baseball. Uh, Marcus Simeon, their shortstop, actually, I know he struggled defensively over the past couple of years. He stepped up, and he's been clutch for them this whole month of September. So, um, yeah, Oakland, 
definitely looks like a tough, tough team. Yeah, and then when you look at the other two, Tampa and Cleveland, pretty much running neck and neck, depending upon how tonight's game goes, um, Cleveland's game goes with Philadelphia. But, you know, Tampa still has a game with Boston, two with the Yankees, and then finish out with Toronto. And I think though that two-game series with the Yankees might be the one place where they could have a hiccup. Um, meanwhile, Cleveland, after tonight, plays at Chicago and then finishes against the Nats in Washington. So um, both teams have some challenges ahead as they look toward this final week. Yeah, and the Yankees are still battling Houston for the best record in the American League. Um, So that race series does mean something to the Yankees, and just like the rest of the games will as well, because Houston just doesn't look like they're going to lose either. But, um, yeah, Cleveland plays the White Sox. On paper, that's a favorable matchup for them. Uh, they they should go for the sweep, honestly. I think that's that should be their goal in order to maintain that tightness in the race with Tampa. But um, yeah, and the Blue Jays are no easy task either. I know they're they're not a great team this year. They struggled, obviously, losing almost 100 games or past 100 games. But you know, I like the Rays' chances. They're getting healthy. Their pitching is coming back. And shaping up their roster is, you know, with Snell and Glasnow, they're shaping up, and it looks like they're ready for the playoffs. And it would just be great to see Cleveland and Tampa battle it out for the rest of the season. Yeah, and I'll tell you what about that two-game series with the Yankees. I think the Yankees would, you know, and added an incentive for the Yankees. I don't think they want to see Tampa making the playoffs. <laughs> And not no, just because I, they're a division rival, but because Tampa also would be a very tough out if they were to advance. Yeah, Tampa's one of those very sneaky teams, and they've done well against division opponents. I know the Yankees have kind of handled them pretty well this year, but at any point, that Tampa team can get hot and their offense could get kicking as well as their pitching. So they're a dangerous team. Both of those Lockhart teams right now in, in, in place, Oakland and Tampa, and even Cleveland, all three of those teams in the playoffs, they're scary for those top teams, Houston and Yankees and obviously Minnesota. So it'll be something to watch. Yeah, I mean, you know, Oakland's won 94 games. You know, you have Tampa Bay at 92 and Cleveland's over 90 as well. So we have some really good teams uh, fighting it out for, for, for these wild cards. And, and you, know, you know, we're going to have a 90-win team going home and, you know, at the end of the regular season and then another 90 win team going home shortly after that, after the after the do or die wild card game. So, um, you know, really, really, really good teams uh, in the American League and all of them playing well coming down the stretch. Um, can't say the same thing, though, in the National League where both Washington has scuffled a little bit, but no one, Rob has scuffled more than the Chicago Cubs, losers of six games in a row. What's up with Chicago? Talk about a collapse and just everything going wrong for a team. You know, we thought their fortunes changed when they won the World Series. They didn't have to worry about this bad luck stuff going around, but the injuries have piled up for this team, and they've brought back Rizzo and Baez probably a lot earlier than they should have, and obviously it's for the playoff push, but I don't even think that can save them. They've 
like you said, lost six in a row. They just got swept by St. Louis in heartbreaking fashion. But St. Louis came back the last two games in the last, in, you know, towards the end of the game, the ninth inning. And wow, man, to think I thought the Cubs had a secure spot and only had to worry about Milwaukee maybe making a push for that wild card. But now the Cubs are so out of it and the Mets are creeping up on them. The Phillies have a chance to creep up on them. And Chicago might fall out of this race a lot faster than many or maybe all people thought. And it's crazy to think that considering where they were just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, you know, they were scuffling and then they came into New York and they swept the Mets. And it seemed like, you know, that got them going again. And, you know, they they beat up on Pittsburgh as they should have and things of that nature. And they have Pittsburgh coming up again on the road. But then they finish at St. Louis. And I just believe the way the Cubs are playing right now, um, that they're not going to make it. They sit four games out of the wild card hunt. And I really believe that the way they finished out this season means uh, – the end of the Joe Madden era in Chicago. Yeah, and it's it's a shame because Joe Madden helped bring that team along with Theo Epstein to, you know, win that World Series and break the curse and just change the fortunes of the franchise and things like that. And, you know, it is unfortunate because, you know, we've seen reports out there that they had meetings at the beginning of the season that if things didn't go the Cubs' way, they'd be changes. Um, those changes weren't specifically named, but you can see the writing on the wall. Normally that means a change in management um, as far as the manager goes and stuff like that. So I'm sure Joe Madden will find a job somewhere else, whether it's following this season. I know the Padres job has opened up or, you know, maybe he'll sit out a year or something like that. But, you know, it is a shame that the Cubs have fallen from grace so hard, so intensely that now we're talking about a manager losing their job because of this big collapse. Yeah, I mean, but such as it is um, in in the big leagues. But you know, they they've scuffled. They have a a pretty significant payroll, and seems like they're not going to make the postseason. So, um, you know, you would expect some changes there. Um, another team that's been struggling, the Washington Nationals. They had a nice cushion in that first wild card spot for weeks. And over the past two and a half, three weeks, they've been playing some pretty, you know, inconsistent baseball. And right now they're tied with Milwaukee. First two wild cards, they're tied. But they have a five-game series coming up with Philly. We've been talking about that for the last couple of weeks. And it starts tomorrow, five-game series at home against the Phillies. If the Phillies win tonight, Philly will be five games out. Um, so Washington has that series coming up, followed by a you know a series and season-ending finale um, with the Cleveland Indians. So a tough eight games for Washington coming up. Yeah, and we've been talking about this, like you said, for the past couple of weeks that that National Philly series is the money series for the rest of the season in terms of the playoff races. Um, obviously, that'll determine Philadelphia being in or out completely. And it can also determine Washington falling back a little bit. Um, luckily, the teams, you know, like the Mets and the Cubs, is they're four games out. So that gives Washington a little bit of leeway. But they've been playing, like you said, some mediocre 500 baseball. 
over the past couple weeks, and they're in a position now where they have to actually look over their shoulder every time they play a game, and that's unfortunate because, like you said, they had a good cushion in that first wild card spot. You know, I thought, and a lot of people thought, they were a lot, and now it doesn't seem that way anymore because the Mets are playing pretty decent. Um, they have favorable schedule with the Marlins coming up. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Mets series with the Marlins and the Washington Nationals in Philly. Yeah, because, again, <clears throat> even if Philly ends up losing tonight and comes into that series six games back, they have five games with the Nationals. Now, I think it's very difficult for a road team to come into, you know, a, a, a division rivals ballpark and take five games. Um can't you know not saying that it cannot happen but i think the odds on that are pretty remote um but you know as long as philly knows they have those five games with washington they know they have a fighter's chance and you know washington has to give their all in that series but then they're not going to be able to take a breath because right after that the cleveland indians come strolling into town yeah cleveland is also fighting for the playoffs lives obviously with the Rays and Oakland in the American League. So Washington has to step up and put their foot down in the five-game series so that when they do face Cleveland, they don't have to worry about any other teams behind them, and they can just focus on Cleveland and playing their best baseball there to end off the season. So it'll be very interesting to watch. And, you know, the Phillies, they've been inconsistent all year. We've talked about how they've had the roster, or they have the roster, that we thought could be one of the best in baseball. And they haven't been that. And uh, it, it's almost a shame that they're fighting and they're five and a half games out right now, uh, considering the talent they have on that roster. But, you know, if they make take four out of five against Washington, they're right back in this. And we're talking about Phillies probably having a shot to make the playoffs again. Yeah, I, I tell you, though, I think they really have to sweep the series. But four out of five, you know, obviously they, they'll pick up three games uh, there. And if they come in five games out, they'll still be two back with three to play. So they would still need, you know, quite a bit of help. Um, but, it, you know, stranger things, right? Um, speaking of needing help, the Mets will need help, too. I mean, they're four and a half back. Um, they've, you know, they've made a nice run. Um, they took two out of three from... Colorado, two out of three from Cincinnati. But again, Milwaukee's just been playing so well, and Washington had a cushion. And so right now at four and a half games back, I think, you know, everything would have to fall perfectly in place for the Mets in order for them to grab one of the wild card spots. And if they do, I think it would be Washington's spot, not Milwaukee's. Um, but I think that probably is asking a, a bit too much with the Mets four and a half back with seven games to play. Yeah, I think it'll definitely be, I agree with you, it'll be Washington's spot up for grabs because Milwaukee is just playing incredible baseball. They're playing out of their minds right now. And um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Mets. Again, they face the Marlins and the Braves to finish off. And that Braves series will be tough because the Braves will be fighting, are still fighting the Dodgers for the best uh, record in the National League for home field advantage. But it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Mets. Um, I know you're a Mets fan, Jeff. And um, when we had our Mets-Yankees debate, you know, I said that the Mets would be a great playoff team come next year because they have a great young core. They have obviously one of the best rotations in baseball, in my opinion. 
right up there with Houston. And, um, yeah, I think the season they've had, the expectations they had going into the season, uh, you know, with Pete Alonso doing the things he's doing, he was a, a relative unknown coming into spring training. No one knew if he would even make the roster because they didn't even know who he was. And the fact he's doing what he's doing, carrying that team, and carrying a lot of that city, believe it or not, even though the Yankees are the close of the town, um, Pete Alonso has done some great things for that team and for that city for them. And, um, you know, if they do fall short of the playoffs, again, a lot of things have to go their way, and that isn't the Mets kind of um, MO where things go their way. But it's an exciting team. And the fact that they they are where they are considering all the struggles they had this whole season, I think it's great that they're still in it and there will be in it at the end of the season as well, fighting for that playoff spot. But definitely something to look forward to for the next season coming up. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, you know, coming into the season, you know, there's always a lot of talk about a team, you know, contending and, and what have you. And in the National League East, you know, I, I believe, you know, for the Mets to have come out of that division with the division or with a wild card was a tall order and they didn't get off to a good start. But I think what this season has shown us is that they do have, you know, a good young core and they have some good talent. They have excellent starting pitching. Their bullpen has been the problem. Edwin Diaz has not, you know, come anywhere near the expectations of what, you know, he could have been and should have been based on his history and probably when you look back on it, that's going to be the reason why they didn't make the playoffs because of the poor performance in the bullpen. But with that said, I think the Mets have shown enough in terms of their performance and the things that, you know, clearly this team has learned competing in the in the, in the postseason chase. And I think that's going to help them going forward. So if you're a Mets fan, I think you have to, you know, uh, feel good, even if they fall short of the playoffs. Oh, definitely. And, you know, I'm a Yankee fan, obviously. And, you know, we kind of dealt with this to a lesser degree when the Yankees went on their quote-unquote rebuild slash retool. And they brought up, you know, guys like Aaron Judge and Gary Sanchez and Severino and a bunch of these, you know, relative unknowns and rookies. And you didn't know what to expect from them. And they finished off that season pretty hot. And they went into the next season with these expectations where it's like, okay, well, let's let the rookies play, the baby bombers. And they took Houston to seven games in the ALCS. So, you know, a lot to look forward to for the Mets. Yeah, I think that's right. And so, you know, no matter how this last week plays out, I think as a Mets fan, you have to feel good because when's the last time the Mets have even been competing at this time of the year, right? So have to keep it in perspective. Um, One last team I want to mention, Rob, um, Arizona Diamondbacks. With their loss today uh, against San Diego, they're six games out of the wildcard chase. And so I think, um, you know, they have a really tough road ahead of them. uh, But, you know, to still be in the conversation as we head into the last week of the season is a testament to the fact that they have had a good season. And so, want to mention the Diamondbacks, but looks like they probably are going to fall short as well. Yeah, they're they're one game away from being eliminated from contention, but the fact that they went through the changes they went through, they traded away Goldschmidt at the in the offseason. 
by far their best player. Traded away Zach Greinke at the trade deadline this this uh, at the trade deadline this season, and the fact they stayed in the race as long as they have, you know, what more could you ask for as a fan of the Diamondbacks, the team that maybe nobody thought would be here, especially because it seemed like they were giving up the season at trading away Zach Greinke to Houston, and you know, one game away from being eliminated. Again, that's another team that, like the Mets, should look forward to next season and find ways to improve their roster and definitely continue to make a run next season. I expect them to also be there in the race next year, just like they are this year. Yeah, I mean, we'll see, but certainly you're right. I mean, they they have, it it seems to me, uh, a bright future ahead of them as as well. Um, All right, Rob, so at this point, man, I'm going to ask you to look into your crystal ball and to tell us how you see this the wild cards ending up first in the national league who do you see coming out with the two wild cards in the nl i definitely see milwaukee i don't see them falling on at all and um i'm gonna stick with the nationals uh, only because they do have a cushion that four game cushion right now at the moment with the cubs and obviously four and a half with the mets i don't think they'll lose in embarrassing fashion to the Phillies with this five-game set, so they'll be able to maintain a wild-card spot, and I think that'll just carry them into the final series with Cleveland. And, yeah, I'm going with Washington and Milwaukee. Yeah, I would have to agree. I mean, And, and again, for Washington, it's not because I think they're playing well. Uh, it's not. Um, it's not that. But I do think they have that cushion. Uh, but they do have a tough eight-game stretch here with Philly and then with Cleveland and you know one and seven is not out of the realm of possibility you know what I mean it it certainly could happen you know two and five you know that kind of a thing but I think Washington does have enough of a cushion I don't know if Chicago or the Mets especially Chicago because they still have three games against St. Louis and they're just not playing well right now Chris Bryant got hurt today their confidence has to be shaken um And the Mets have that tough series with the Braves at the end. So I think the combination of that with the cushion, I think Washington gets in as well. Um, What about that tough American League? How do you see the wild cards there? I'm definitely taking Oakland. I'm 100% sure on that. Um, Again, we talked about them earlier. They're they're hot. They're playing one of their their best baseball now. Um, Their rotation is solid. Their offense is on fire. I don't see them moving at all from that first wildcard spot. And when we talk about Tampa and Cleveland, uh, that's a tough one. I'm going to give the slight edge to Tampa, uh, only because of the health of their pitching staff with Snell and Glasnow back. And Charlie Morton is as clutch as can be. We saw him do things in Houston, and he's doing them now with the Rays. I'm going to give the slight edge to Tampa. and. I think it'll be like a one game. It'll be a one game lead to end off the season. That last, that very, very last game of the season. Yeah. You know, um, this is tough and I think it's going to come down to the wire. And, you know, this is one of those, Rob, where I would not be surprised if we had a one game playoff between Tampa and Cleveland. You know, I, I think Cleveland is just one of those teams that finds a way. They find a way to win. I think they have an excellent manager in Francona. I think they have a winning pedigree 
I think they have yep. some tough players. And, you know, they've overcome a lot too, right? Um, at the start of the season, they did not have Francisco Lindor, one of the best players in, in, in the game. They suffered some injuries. They've traded away Trevor Bauer. And yet here they are, you know, with, with 91, 92 wins under their belt and, you know, fighting down to the wire. Um, so I like Cleveland. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a one-game playoff. But if it was in that game, I would pick Tampa. So I'm with you in the end. I believe the A's in Tampa will end up with the wild cards. Yeah, and it'll be great to see a one-game playoff. Um, that's just as exciting as the playoffs themselves. So, um, But I do agree with you there. If they do go into a one-game playoff, um, I'm still sticking with the, with the, um, with the Rays. Yeah, yeah. But um, I tell you, right now with, you know, just one week to go, uh, we have a lot of scoreboard watching ahead of us. Um, And so it's going to be exciting as we finish out the regular season in in Major League Baseball. So, all right, Rob, we'll we'll see how it plays out. We'll come back next week. Uh, We'll have a clearer picture, if not a complete picture, of the postseason matchups. Uh, at least, you know, the wild card games. Uh, uh, and um, and we'll go from there, man. But uh, great catching up with you today. And I'm looking forward to an exciting week of baseball. Uh, this is going to be one of the best. If you're a baseball fan, this is what you live for. This is what you love about the sport. This is how you fall in love with the sport if you're a casual fan. Just watching these teams battle it out towards the end of the season and fighting for the playoff lives. This is, this is baseball at its best. It sure is. It sure is. So thanks again, Rob, for, for stopping by and, 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 and talking uh, the, the playoff chase and look forward to catching up with you next week. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for having me. Okay. Take care, Rob. 